Hey friend, welcome back. We're turning back time today on the show. By that, I mean we're replaying the episode where I talked about having emotional whiplash from riding a roller coaster of emotions. I shared the signs that clued me into the problem and how I tapped into doing what I needed at the time. If you haven't heard this one yet, I think you'll find it encouraging and helpful. And if you have heard it, listening to it again might bring another level of awareness about this in your own life and help you that way. I hope you enjoy this replay of episode 29. Have you ever gotten emotional whiplash from riding a roller coaster of emotions? Today I'm taking you on part of my recent journey through this. I'm sharing the signs that clued me into what the problem was and how I tapped into doing what was needed at the time. I'm sure your details and experiences may be different, but I think you'll still find this episode really valuable. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Eva Miller. As a domestic violence survivor turned life and wellness coach, I'm here to help you fully know your value, reclaim your power, and boldly create the life you love instead of living from someone else's script. So if you're feeling stuck and looking for help, or you just want to be reminded that it's okay to be your unique self in a conforming world, you're in the right place. Don't water down your wild. Step out of the race you never wanted to be in and forge your own path. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 29 of the show. It's me, your girl, Eva Miller, your host and your favorite life coach, back with you after an unexpected extended trip to Seattle where Big Sexy and I went because our oldest son, Ryan, and his wife, Bailey, were having a baby, and we wanted to go out there and meet the new girl. So baby Ryan, who is named after her dad and her grandpa, her Papa Moose, sounds kind of weird calling him grandpa. Anyway, uh, his middle name is Kelly, and that's her middle name too. She arrived safely uh, Friday, March 24th, but that was about five to seven days after we were expecting her and later than we wanted her. We were, she was due St. Patrick's Day and even that was a little bit later than they'd expected. And Bailey had been experiencing some labor three weeks before and she had been progressing a little bit. And so we were almost expecting she might've been born before we got there, but she wasn't. And we were glad she wasn't at first because we were really hoping that we would have time with just Ryan and Bailey and Rain and Emma before baby Ryan got there. And that was pretty cool. But then, like, she just kept on not coming. And we actually had some conversations because there was a very real possibility that she wasn't going to be born before we left. And we were going for like 11 days. And I felt like I gave her a really big window to get there. And I thought she was going to miss it. And we even joked about, (laughs) we joked about making her give us a refund when she got older, if she wasn't born while we were there. But it was really important to us to have a little time with her because, you know, I don't know about you, but I really enjoy snuggling babies, but not all babies are very snuggly after the newborn stage. And the newborn stage goes by so fast. And with them living in Seattle, and we literally never know when we're going to see them again, I really was coveting the time to just sit and love on her. And I was really afraid I wouldn't get it, but she did finally cooperate. I mean, the one thing about her coming was... 
with her taking her time, we got to know Rain. Rain is 15 months old, and we hadn't seen her since she was born in December of 21. We got to know her little personality. Gosh, she's funny. Big personality for such a little person. She's kind of on the petite side, but that personality is huge. So we got to spend time with her, and that was great. And I had joked that when we went to Seattle, we were going to take the sunshine with us, and we literally did that. We had five days in a row of no rain and sunshine while we were in Seattle. That's never happened any of the times we've been there before. And then we had a little bit of rain and then more sun, a little bit more rain, but not much, and then more sun. And so we were able to go outside and walk like every day. Most of the time during the day wasn't very cold. We went to the beach. We got to go to the beach so that we could walk around and look at shells and fish and stuff. We were hoping to see some orcas, but we didn't. But anyway, we were able to do all of that while we were trying to coax baby Ryan into coming on. And so it was cool. We loved being able to, like, we got to spoil our daughter-in-law. We were feeding her anything and everything that she said she might want or have a craving for. And we got to go out to eat together. That was super cool. And so Ryan finally came on Friday morning. Well, we were supposed to leave Saturday. And so we were happy about that. But we decided to go ahead and delay, uh, extend leaving by one day. Then Saturday, that was Saturday. We were supposed to leave Saturday. We extended it to Sunday. And Sunday morning, we were finishing breakfast at the hotel and Moose went to check out. And while he was turning in our keys, Emma and I were still at the breakfast table finishing up. And I got the text message saying that our flight was canceled because the tornadoes that had hit Mississippi had moved through east to Atlanta and they were diverting and canceling our flight. Now, my flight was purchased with mileage and Moose's flight was purchased with money, so we weren't paired together. We, to Delta, we just looked like two individuals. So when they rescheduled our flights for us, they had us going, we were leaving at different times, going to different cities with different connection times, and we were not going to be home at the same time. And our car was parked in Atlanta, and we only drove the one, (laughs) so we needed to fly together. So. After we checked out, we went over to their house and we told them the news. And of course, we were all kind of like, this is kind of a cool problem to have, right? So we had to get our flights rescheduled. They were experiencing hour and a half hold times. And because my ticket was purchased with miles and his was purchased with money, I couldn't change both of us at the same time. And I was worried that if I tried to change mine and put me on the flight I wanted that worked for us, that I wouldn't be able to get him on the same flight. So, and we already had different flights in different times that weren't going to work. So we were like, no, no, we need a, we needed a human, uh, an agent to help us. So I got on the phone, waited an hour and a half and the girl got on the phone and while she was helping me, I got cut off and I had to call back and start all over. And that time I only waited an hour and 20 minutes and the girl got on the line and she was helping me and she got mine taken care of. And before she got Moose's taken care of, uh, we got cut off and we had to call back again. And that was another hour and a half wait. And that person didn't fix it correctly. So we had to call back. Yes. Uh, it's a fourth time. If you're counting, yes, a fourth time. No, actually it didn't cut us off. It kicked us back into the queue. She put me on hold and she was, she had done it wrong, but she put me on hold, kicked us back into the queue. And I waited another like 30 minutes. So it took 
like, no joke, I'm not exaggerating, it took five hours of phone time to get our flight rescheduled. And then we had the issue of taking care of the extension for parking our car, because we park our car at a hotel in Atlanta when we fly, because they're cheaper than parking at the airport. And so we had to extend that. Uh, We have a dog, Phoenix, and she was at a friend's house. And I had to get that taken care of, make sure that family was willing to take care of her for another couple of days. And then we had the issue of our car rental and the dog and the extension of parking the car in Atlanta, that was, they were easy breezy, beautiful to take care of. But that car rental extension took another three hours. Like one person straight up said, I can't help you. You have to call back to the, to the local office. Well, the local office wasn't answering the phone. And so it was, uh, it was pretty frustrating. Shay, if you're listening, by the way, thank you and your family so much for making our life easier, knowing that our best four-legged friend was in good hands and taken care of. So I had a schedule set for when I got home from the trip and it didn't include being delayed. That schedule was based on me coming home very late Saturday night and then even still coming home on Sunday, eh, that schedule was still going to work, but not getting home until 2 a.m. Wednesday. And then Big Sexy had to get up and go to work at you know 6.30 regularly on Wednesday. I get up with him. I keep the same hours he does. And so I got up and it took me all day to realize it. I was, I felt like a zombie. I, I did. I don't remember very much about Wednesday. In fact, the only thing I do <laughs> remember Wednesday is I went to get coffee at a shop here by my house and they only have black coffee. Like the coffee is black. And in Seattle, all those stands up there, they also have white coffee and white coffee doesn't taste anything like black coffee. White coffee is half the acid, but I think more caffeine. I might have that part wrong, but it tastes completely different. It's very smooth. It's a little bit nutty tasting. It's not bitter at all. And your coffee is literally white. So I I loved being up. (laughs) I love going into the Northwest area where I can just get my white coffee with my oat milk and my sugar-free flavors. And that was all great. But I, I didn't get black coffee the entire time I was gone. So Wednesday, when I had to go, I had to go get my dog and I had to get out and run another errand too. I stopped at the coffee shop and I didn't even think about the fact that I haven't had not had black coffee in two weeks. And so when I took a sip, it really was yucky and tasted bitter. (laughs) And I do remember that, but I don't remember anything else about Wednesday. And finally it hit me later Wednesday. I couldn't figure out why I was just like, I just can't get my act together nothing. I just, I was trying to push through and I was like, what's wrong with me? And then I realized, and I'm sharing all of this with you for a reason. I realized that the emotional roller coaster of worrying that Ryan wouldn't come in time, combined with worrying that she and her mom would be safe and in good health, combined with the joy of her arrival. She's beautiful. We've never had a baby born that had hair and she did. And that was a shock combined with the sadness of expecting that we were going to be leaving the day after she arrived. And then the excitement of staying another day. And then the excitement of quote unquote, being stuck in Seattle. And then the frustration of the eight hours of the phone time. Like I'm, I'm not using hyperbole to make a point and make it sound dramatic. 
we were literally on the phone eight hours in that one day just so that we could reschedule two flights and extend a car rental. And then combining that with, if that wasn't enough, the extreme sadness of having to say goodbye, knowing that like, we don't know when we're going to see them again. I mean, there's talk of, you know, them moving this direction, but we don't know when or if that's going to happen. And then on top of all that, a three-hour time change. Man, okay, when I lived in Germany and I traveled to the States, I would land at like six in the morning and I would only have had a few hours of sleep on the plane and I was good to go until bedtime. I can travel and gain the time, no problem. Anytime, all the times I've been to Alaska, I've gone from Georgia and I land in Alaska and and it's like four o'clock in the morning to my body, but I'm still awake and going strong because I'm so excited, I guess. But I am the exact opposite of that <laughs> when I go east. And so the time change going east always gets me. And this time it got me really good. I mean, I, I was exhausted and I was just like, oh, you know, I haven't slept much. But I wasn't just exhausted for sleep. I was emotionally exhausted. Getting home at 2 a.m., and then getting up at 6.30 to go to work or to start, you know, him go to work, me just working, getting things done. I felt like a zombie. I literally could not think straight. I couldn't hold a thought. Food tasted weird. I wasn't hungry at all, but I was craving something and I didn't know what it was. And I had zero energy. And it finally hit me that I was pressuring myself to do too much, that I had to give myself grace. And I remembered Quite some time ago, last year sometime, I was listening to a podcast and the host talked about doing the bare minimums on days when you can't do everything that you would normally do. And I don't remember the specifics. I just remember that podcast and thinking that's a pretty good like pretty good idea to have like a baseline of these are the things I have to do. And I sat down in on the love seat that morning, that afternoon. I don't know what time it was, to be honest. It's a blur. But it was Wednesday. I know that. And I said to myself, what is it that I need? I need to, like, I had. I looked at the list of stuff I had, and I realized I didn't need to do any of those things. That I, They were not the bare minimums. They were above that. And they were to be done by someone who wasn't exhausted and could function well and could finish a complete thought in her mind, <laughs> much less try to do anything more than that. And so I decided I was going to give myself the care that I needed. And that meant I was not going to record an episode for you. So I apologize, but I hope you understand why. It meant that I was going to order dinner out. I was not even going to try to come up with anything that was in the house and put it together. I was going to be very mindless and I was going to order pizza and Moose was going to pick it up on his way home from work. And we were not going to unpack. We weren't going to worry about some of the, like we hadn't written anything in the check register and we needed to do that and catch up. That got put on the back burner. We will put a pin in that and do it another day. We weren't going to worry about anything. We were going to rest. We were going to go to bed early and we were going to love on our dog. And Thursday, I felt better but it wasn't great. I was still very tired and very with the emotions more than anything. The sleep part was fine, but the whole emotions of the, that roller coaster of up and down and up and down and up, up, and then down, down and 
all the frustration mixed in, I still wasn't really functioning at 100%. And Friday was the first day I remember telling someone, oh, I kind of feel like myself today. And so I know that I'm not the only person who goes through that. And that's why I'm sharing all this with you. Your details may be different than mine, but you have had times when you have been completely overwhelmed with emotions, good ones, bad ones, frustrating ones, hard ones, as well as lack of sleep and not because of a time change necessarily, but just for whatever reason, you're sick, a kid is sick, yada, yada, whatever. It is important. I encourage you to remember that you have so many people who love you and so many people who care about you. They would want you to do what you need to do for you. And it wasn't like I was going to make a recording that said, hey, I'm not going to have an episode for you this week because I'm tired <laughs> and I've been traveling. So I just had to let it go. And that that really bothered me. That was hard for me. And it's not in me to just not fulfill my word and do the thing that I say I was going to do. But I knew that that's what I needed to do. And I also know that I'm not the only person who's felt this way. And so I wanted to tell you all of that and share some of that journey with you because as much as I missed making an episode for you, I know I did exactly what I was supposed to do. And probably you're thinking, yeah, Eva girl, don't worry about us, right? But we, it's easy for you to say that to me, but would you say that to you? Like if there was something you had been planning to do that maybe other people were expecting, maybe at work or something at home or, or something to do with your job from home or whatever, would you do that for you? Because if your answer is no, or you don't know, I would encourage you to rethink that because this is part of the whole, I've said this before, you deserve the love and the grace you so freely give to other people. And this is what that looks like. It looks like saying, you know what? I'm not going to do an episode this week. I won't get one done in time to get it to the editor. It looks like saying, I'm doing only the bare minimums today. And that bare minimum means taking care of me. Maybe it means I can cook a meal. Maybe it means you can't. Maybe it means you're only going to take a shower and get extra rest. Maybe it means you're going to order food out like I did. Maybe it means you're just going to turn off your phone and not answer it or respond to messages. Maybe it means you're not going to get on social media and mindlessly scroll. I didn't even do that on Wednesday either. Personal growth is very misleading because you hear those that phrase and you think it's going to be fun. Personal growth, yay! But if we called it deliberately making yourself so uncomfortable that it'll feel like you're dying, nobody would do it. We'd all be totally screwed, right? And so this is part of the whole growing as a person. It's, it's understanding that your needs are important as anyone else's and that you deserve the same thing that you would give to anyone else. So I hope I didn't bore you too much with my story <laughs> about my trip, but I do hope that you will catch the real meaning underneath it all. And that is like, it wasn't traumatizing or anything. It wasn't terrible. I knew we were going to get home. I knew we'd eventually get the car rental worked out somehow. I knew that they weren't going to come, you know, there's a GPS on it, I'm sure. I knew they weren't going to come and get it, you know, and take it from us while we were at Ryan's house. 
So I knew it was all going to be okay. It wasn't a traumatic experience, but it was a lot of emotions, good ones and bad ones. And when we are on roller coasters like that, I think it's important that we get our nervous systems regulated um, and our emotional well-being has to be taken care of and regulated too. Because I couldn't have told you I, 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 what I wanted. Like I said, I was star. I wasn't hungry. I didn't feel hungry, but I was craving something, and I hadn't eaten, so obviously I needed to. It had been a while, and it was a lot. And it's important that we know where our limits are. We don't have to impress anybody. We don't have to be Superman. We don't have to be Wonder Woman and save the whole world and the day. It's okay if you just put your cape on for yourself and take care of you. In fact, if your kids see you taking care of yourself, they'll learn to take care of themselves. Pushing through, being a good example, being tough, hustling and you know, leaning into these things, those are great traits. And kids should be taught that sometimes you got to do the hard things. But we also need to remember that we need grace and ease and softness, not just go, 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 push, 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 hard, hard, hard. And our kids need to know that we know that so that they can learn it from us. So there you go. That's my episode for you. I hope there's something valuable in here for you that you take away from this so that the next time you find yourself in an emotional roller coaster of stuff, that you know where your limits are and that you're willing to say, I have to step back and I have to focus within and I have to do my bare minimums, which are going to include these few things that I need and only what I need unless you get somebody whose life is depending on you or something like that, then you should, that's part of the bare minimum. And the other things can wait because the world needs you at your best, not the crumbs that you're, that you can drop as you barely sloth along and function at far less than your best. Give yourself the time to rest. Give yourself the things you need, the self-care you need so that you can on a different day or at a different time, rise up in full beast mode like you normally do and go kick all the ass. Okay? Love you. Mean it. Talk to you next week. Okay, Changemaker. That's it for me this time. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested in working with me, you can book a Blue Skies Discovery call. It's totally free. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for being here. Talk to you next Monday.